from Big Studios in Compton, California, featuring radio personality Super Steve Flores, comedian extraordinaire That Dude Johnny C, and Mr. I'll Do Anything for a Buck, Mario 81. So throw your tubs in the air and let's get ready to pop up! Yo, man, I. If I, had a kid, if I had a kid, <laughs> I want him to come out like five years old for a year, 18, and then 21, right. like within the span of like five years. Zero pregnancy. I want to fuck yeah. today. I want to fuck today, and the baby's born tomorrow. Like, we're like, well, let's have a baby. Yeah. All right, then we have, and then that's it. Get out yeah, of here. Yeah, straight five years old, 18, 21. My sisters love fucking being pregnant, though, both of them. They love that shit, so whatever. Yeah. By the way, do. you guys just went hard out of nowhere. Yeah, we are at 60, and people Monday. are logging in. You know what it's that Mondays. means. Everyone hates Mondays, so we're making it better. Your life sucks, not Monday. Yeah. You know what? I was Monday's super excited. Monday cool. hates you. Mondays are cool. Your life sucks. I was super excited knowing that we were going to do a show on a Monday today. Like, fuck, what a great way to start the week. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw a meme that said, maybe Mondays had a bad you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah. hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, number one podcast on Tuesdays, we decided to take Mondays over as well and show yeah, you that we're still I, number I one any day. I do whatever I want. I'll come in here on Thursday if I feel like it. Hell yeah. But for right now, it's Monday. 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 I'll come Tuesday. every day if I fucking feel like yeah. it. Yeah. You know and I mean? that's what but, we have to do to right. show you we're number one every single day. We'll be in here every single day. Right. I'm not, but we won't. I'm not, I'm not limited by space and time and days and all that yeah. shit. Get the fuck out of here. I'm eternal. You are who we are who we <laughs> thought we were. Number one. The number one live West Coast Pop Block Podcast. And today it's going to be fucking awesome. I already feel the energy in the air. I just feel it. Johnny's even more excited. Johnny, yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny comes in revving fucking 100 always. But today. Yeah, yeah. I am a little bit pumped up. Yeah, you, like, it's at least 1,000 right now. It's, it's time. It's a good time in life when you can show gratitude publicly to people that have done right by you. You know what I mean? Like that is a time for celebration. And I would like to paint you guys a picture. Oh. And this is maybe, what, seven years ago, maybe? Six? I don't know with the pandemic. Who fucking understands how years work? And um, I was in an acting class. And I've been thinking about doing stand-up for a long time and bitching about it and fucking writing and not doing anything and going to open mics, but never actually doing fucking anything for a while. And then I got put into uh, a scene with a dude, with Mikey with our guest and turns out he's a stand-up and i was like you know what i've been thinking about doing you know blah 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 and most dudes are so get out of here are so (laughs) he was so cool about it and so open to me to come fucking hang out and to not make it weird and not be an asshole in a fucking sea of assholes especially in la and that is how I know our guest, who is currently also my roommate, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mikey McKernan. Thank you for joining us today, Mikey. Yeah. What up, yeah. Mikey? Thank you. Welcome to the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. Yeah. Thank you. Well, that was really nice of you because at the end I was going to be like, hey, Johnny, that's you, you've been so nice to me, man. Hey, you want to be roommates? <laughs> <laughs> It's like that scene in Anchorman. It's like, hey, man, when this is me and, through, me and you should move in together. <laughs> As we did. Hell yeah, today's uh, bring your roommate to work day. So. <laughs> it, is, it is. So what can you do, roommate? No. Uh, I've seen you also a few years ago, quite a few years ago. Yeah, that was like right at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I was was that, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say what spot it was. Uh, was it in uh, that Torrance? Promosa Saloon? No, 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 no. no. Before, at the, the, it's a number kitchen on. Because they had, they had the bar on the one side, and I'll then we went to oh, a yeah, little yeah, tiny yeah, the room. separate room. I forget what it was called. But yeah. over there, it's a in, horrible room, though. Like South Torrance. Oh, yes, it it's is. It's like in South Torrance. Like, yeah. Over by that way. Yeah. It w- it's yeah. not a horrible room for the comedians, but like, oh, it was. I went to go see Johnny. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you have yeah, that in your head. Yeah. I'm going to go see Johnny. That's what I'm going to yeah. go see. I'm sitting there, and then the headliner guy came in, and he's talking all this smack, and I'm trying to leave. <laughs> but he's like, he's, he's close, bro. I'm like in his face. And I know because he's ripping. He's ripping. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I said, yeah. if I get up and walk out, He's going to rip me up. Yeah. That's why it's a horrible room, man. Because yeah. you're like, I can't sneak out of here. No, you know? there's no sneaking I can't go out, say dude. what up. 
Well, it's I always say acoustically, you know, like that. It, it was like kind of high ceilings, and it was all concrete. Like if the room is all concrete, it sucks for stand up because the the just the acoustics it it bounces everywhere. It doesn't like kind of get muffled in. Yeah, that's why earlier when I showed up, we were talking about comedy underground. Those are the best rooms because it's under the earth and it's all brick walls and it's it's the best like if high ceilings like outside the laughs just take off everything just leaves you want the laughs to be you know like it's like you want the energy to hit you yeah it's like it's got to be all around you by the way i think mikey and i just became best friends he just broke down shit like he just broke shit down with like by an audio like yes i understand sound yes oh my god that (laughs) wait till we get wait till they start talking about star wars man you like star wars (laughs) but dude but honestly i i saw you that day and you did your thing that you do and i was like what the fuck is this i'm just being totally honest what the fuck is but again so remember you're not, you're not I'm, the first one i'm there to see johnny i'm there to see johnny so that's in my mind and then recently i think maybe two shows ago i was i don't know how i came up on your stuff but i saw you again and you did the same thing you do yeah but i was fucking laughing and i told johnny's like you know what dude i fucking get it now <laughs> it's, not, it's not him it's me because I was I was there for one thing, but I was like, "Fuck it, that shit's fucking funny." Dude. Man, it's it's so insane because I actually it, a lot of people go through with that when they see my stuff. Like I've had people come up to me after a show, they go, "Oh man, at first I hated it, it was so annoying, but then you won me over." Yeah. And you're always like, "Man, I, I appreciate you telling me that." Cause, but you know you what? Know? I think it's also because I because knowing Johnny, I you know follow a couple other uh, comedians and have also had two shows before that I put together, and I see that. It's work. It's just work. Putting that work in. Putting sure. that work in. Absolutely. And, and then once you get there and then, you know, you get to that point where it's like, all right, this shit's legit. Yeah. Well, the, the whole – the God, the whole thing that the comedians have to worship and light candles for is yeah. timing. Like yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what they all need. So it's like – and it, and really it takes time. Like certain guys get their own timing and stuff like that. So I appreciate it. Yeah. So I just – hey, I finally got your timing. Not me the other way around. You've been doing your shit, but I finally like. I it was came like up hard for him yeah. to fucking no. swallow. He was like, because I, because I, I swear to God, there was a time where I was like, yeah, I was like, dude, it's, I was like, it's, he's doing a thing. I was like, because I've had yeah. the same conversation yeah. with Mikey, where it's like, I, where I was like, dude, you're doing a thing, and some people are gonna get the thing you're doing, and they eventually. Like they'll and it was like and he was such such a hard so and he saw he saw the uh, set that you put up opening for Kim oh yeah yeah for Kim yeah. Uh, and, uh, and so and it was like yeah he was like dude I saw it again he was like I fucking get it hell yeah I, I was it. lucky I, I named it opening for someone else's special because I was like the warm up guy mm-hmm. but you know her husband was like the camera guy so he Who had to is? tape it Kim Mc- oh yeah Kim McVicker man please notice me <laughs> go check that out on all the whatevers that are on Amazon. But so oh, I was hyped about that. Sure, hell yeah, that's dope. Yeah, she's a Canadian dancer, comedian. So she's got a little couple dance numbers in it. Is it harder to come from like Canada or different countries and try to do comedy here? I would, I would, because of the language. I mean, I would imagine. They fucking speak English in Canada. No, I know, yeah. but they're like A, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we sure. say, I mean, like, there, the only S is there out here is, and there, of what, from what I've seen, like, there is for sure, Learning they feel Canadian. Yeah. Like where you just look at it and be like, motherfucker, like you're just like what? And they're like, oh, like I come from a fucking I come from Canada. <laughs> yeah, you, you lean in. That's what I was gonna say. You lean into it. Like yeah. I was, I was in Denver in uh, May, and the funniest guy in town is the guy from Alabama, and like that's his whole his whole angle. He's just talking about like gentrification, but he's got that huge accent and stuff. Yeah. And it was so funny because it's like, oh, look at this like hick with today's problems. But it's like you're in Denver, you know? You're like, this guy's yeah. from Alabama, though. So to me, it's like, man, when you show up, when you're like, oh, I'm Canadian, but I go to certain places, you, it's all about attitude. So yeah. people are like, oh, yeah, I believe you. Oh, yeah, you are Canadian because you got, you know, the stuff like that. Some people probably might want to like, oh, I don't want to have that sure, be out. You know, like, then they'd be like, yo, like, I want to like be kind of like with it, y'all, you know? like I'm I don't want to be known as the Canadian. Or like you know whatever what type of certain thing, you know? So... So you guys live together and go to stand up together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, you know how how is that? We're having somebody along for the ride cuz sometimes when when we're create when we're creating, I'm I'm also a creator when you're doing something and you're just doing it solo, it can be harder, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Like your dream is yours, but when you have someone there with you that also has the same dream and you guys are like in a sense, you know, doing it together. Yeah. At home, it's better. I'd like to be able to say, am I crazy? 
You know, like, like, like those moments where you're feeling nuts. Yeah. To be able to look at somebody else who's also doing the same thing. Because there's crazy people. Because there's crazy, there's, there's fucking people where it's like, are you, are you out of your fucking mind? Like, what are you doing here? Like, what are you doing on that stage? What are you doing saying those things that just came out of your mouth? Like, what are you doing? And it's like, am I them? (laughs) Yes, you are. You know what I mean? It's like, am I, it's like, am I, Am I out of my mind or, you know, so it's good to be able to have those fucking conversations, especially if Mikey's been doing it so much longer than I have to be able to have someone who has fucking to not. There was places that I never went to do Mike's because Mikey's like, you don't need to go there. You know? And yeah. I was like, oh, thank God. That's like, thank you for saving me the time and the bullshit to find out the places that I never needed to go to to begin with has been a fucking blessing, you know. Or from being an old, bitter, lazy open micer, being like, no, don't. don't go there, bro. Come on. You should have let him uh, earn his stripes and fucking yeah. earn his way, Fuck man. Fuck that, dude. I skip levels. No, That's I do. What I, do I, like, I like taking Johnny to certain spots. He also has, there's places where we check off, oh, like, oh, we never have to go there oh, again. Yeah. Well, this one will take me to places where I'm like, are you fucking crazy? Yeah. Why did we do that? Yeah, it's I'm like, taking you some, some dog shit spots. <laughs> <laughs> Some well, dog. you need those. You need some dog like, shit. Spots, like literally, bro. there's like, oh, there's dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember your worst show or the worst thing that happened Man, before you at a show? It's so funny. There's, there's, it's, there's so many. I, I, I wanted to answer the last question. If that's yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Only because, like, it's, it's actually amazing to have because comedy it's an isolated medium. Yeah, you know. So like, literally, it's like you're banging your head against the wall. So you, I always said. I didn't become a com- like feel like a real comedian until I started rolling around with another comedian, because that's you you performing up there is one perspective. So if you can have somebody who's watching you or can just like gets it to you know like feed you, like you know tell you like no it's from this point of view is very very valuable, and it, it is fun living together with comedians because this is my first time doing it, but it's. Like, it, we are constantly always trying to think funny, you know, even though it is like, see, I'm getting older in the ages of open mic in that I'm like, oh, I, f- I freaking like this. <laughs> do I you still guys, like this. Do you guys try to be like, when someone comes over, is someone trying to be funny? Uh, if it's a girl, guy? if it's a girl, every time there's a girl over. It's always on. I mean, and not in a bad way, not like in a competitive way, not like we're all trying to fuck this girl, like not that no, way, no, yeah. but for sure. But competitive in a, for sure. But a, like full, like. I'm funny. I'm, I'm going to be the I'm funny do, guy. I'm going to do my little fuck. I'm going to get my shit in. Don't Hell you yeah. worry. Don't you worry. We can say, I don't, I, we hang out here long enough. I'm going to fucking. I'll make you laugh. It's like, that's, and not like, oh, that's just what's going to happen. But it's also nice to have somebody, yeah. when they come over, somebody else to fucking scream Try, and yell at. Oh. I love screaming and yelling. There's nothing like this, like what we do right now. Oh, yeah. We think I don't like this doing, doing this. Fucking every other night of the week too. Yeah. So when there's yeah. somebody else to scream and yell at, yeah, trust like, me, the women that we bring over, they get this still. So. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, as he's saying that, I forget, uh, Johnny's the only one that didn't get his pop screen on here. We had to put that on because you scream and yell oh, so yeah, much. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He does love to scream and yell. Actually, are you a yeller and a screamer? Yeah, I love like one of my favorite things to ask all comedians is like, "Hey, have you ever screamed at an audience yet?" <laughs> <laughs> You ever lost your shit and just absolutely just told these people to go fuck off and yell at them? They're like, no. I'm like, all right, well, you know, you'll get. We'll there. be friends later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I still haven't done that. I haven't yelled at anybody. Yeah, I mean, I'm the youngest of a, from the big family, so I've had to be loud my whole my whole life. So, I'm do you very, find I'm yourself loud. yelling at, at crowds before? Like, Not anymore. You, you have before though. Yeah, it, is it hecklers or? Yeah, absolutely. It's one of the hardest things to do is not get mad up there. And the thing is, is when you're pursuing stand-up comedy, definitely in Los Angeles, through the open mic scene, like, comedy sucks. Like, you go into bars, people don't give a shit. You know, you just turned off the jukebox. You turned off whatever the, the team's had on. The Laker game, the Dodger game. Yeah, dude, two weeks ago, uh, Monday Night Football, we had to wait for the Raider game to be over before went, we started our show. That went into overtime. It was a Raiders a bar. Raider bar. Yeah, so it was like, man, when they, like, when the Ravens took the lead, it was like, oh, and I was like, God damn it, this show's going to suck. And then the Raiders won. We were like, all right, this show's going to be fine. <laughs> hey, speaking of that, dude, so you guys went through that. I booked two of my friends on a show at the Santa Fe Spring Swamp Meet. Hell yeah. That was hard, bro. Oh, yeah. That's- I-, I wanted to fucking escape. 
Well, as see, that's funny because the situation like that, comedians are heckling the crowd. There's no hecklers. The comedian, the com- <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, what do you, you know? It's like you gotta like yell at people for their attention. So. Yeah, no, that's so funny way to look at it. Instead of hecklers interrupting your shit, yeah, you're, you're a heckling. person interrupting their shit. Like, yeah. yo, yo, stop. Swap meeting, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, no, this was even after the swap meet. Like, so it was a, it was an evening oh. show, but the people that were there were not there for the comedy. Oh, yeah, hilarious. and I had two of my boys, and they were brand new, brand new, fresh uh, comedians. And man, I felt so bad for them, dude. I was like, it's hilarious. Shit. It's like you asked that question. It's like one of the worst spots you ever done. I'm like, I imagine those two guys. <laughs> I tell you this, they haven't done it since. Aww. <laughs> They but you know what? That's what you do. See, that's where the button comes in. Hey, I gotta say, they probably I, the the longer they do it, the more they cherish that because it's literally like the shittier it is, the more it's better. You know. But that weeds All, them, over time. Yeah, that weeds them out. They ha- they haven't done it anymore. But I don't think they were really down for it. It's you know? man. It's everybody likes to suck dick. Find out if you like it. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you know. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool. Uh, exactly. No, see uh, exactly. There's I'm the, there's the people. There's those people. And there's the people that like they did it one time. They're like, there's people that knew they didn't want to do it. And people that did it one time well, were like, guys, oh, that's yeah. not for me. You those know? guys did not want to do it after that show. And other people do it. They love it. They can't wait to do it. Again. Yeah, that's true. That's fucking my dumbass. <laughs> Johnny's out there to have a fucking good time. Yeah, Johnny yeah. wants to have a good time. I mean, but time. That, it's that's just the it's. You got to try it once and either fucking figure out if you like it or not. And it's and it is. It can be punishment. You're up there. For, there's for sure times we leave places. And it's like, oh, that was we just went there to like get kicked in the yeah, nuts. Yeah, get kicked in the nuts, man. Like, uh, like cool. That was that was something. Now let's go to. You know what we should do? Go to another spot and go do that exact same fucking thing again. Wow. You know? Have you ever wanted to quit? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Many times. I for the longest time. What I'll, keeps you going? Um, I truly believe, like you know. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> like this punishment. I it, it's so funny because the longest time I'm like I'm never gonna quit. No, I can never imagine not letting go of this. Yeah. But it's so easy to be like, oh yeah, if I walked away, I guarantee not that many people would would care. I mean, some people who are close to you would care and stuff like that. But literally the best form of show business and some of the best art that you can express yourself on this planet is stand-up comedy hands down like it's one of it, it, it's it's one of the most revered but it's literally on the totem it's like a bottom of the totem it's like one of the most like you don't make any money doing it it's like the least amount of money least amount of fame unless you become you know Huge. kevin hart you know and you you know like see what kevin hart has to do to become what he what he is but to me I mean, stadium status stand-up comedy, though, is huge. Stand-up comedy at a swap meet. Like, that's usually... The worst gigs are the ones where you're... It's not the environment for stand-up comedy. But comedians are always like, let's do it. We're down. And I, I do love being a comedian and being part of the community of comedians because now you see the world so differently. And I always will. And I love, like, the comrades who, you know, see it too as well. Do you think they've kept you in? Those friendships have kept you in it longer? Yeah, some because like my closest, like one of my my first best comedian friend, he he like gave up, like he literally fell to the streets, it's like homelessness and stuff. And so I'm oh, like, wow. I'm like, man, and it sucks because he was like he's a, fucking, he was the funniest funny. dude ever. I ever funniest writer still to this day I've ever met. And so kind of like, you know, that's where I'm like, all right, man, it, it, it's it's real. Like this shit could, you know, eat you up. Yeah, it can. Like you you can lose it, and it's, but I always say like. You can't truly quit unless you stop writing. Because so many people I know walk away, but they're like, oh, that would be funny. Oh, that would be funny. And I still always think that way. So that's why I know I'll be like, no, I'm I'm not leaving. Plus, you got to do it for like 20 years before people are like, all right, you're you're for real. So I guess I got seven more years. How many more years you got? How many more years you have? I've been doing it it for 13 years. Damn, bro. I know. But you know what? That's, That's the thing, though. When you think it's like... The, the the furthest away when you think it's like not going to happen I think that's when shit happens you know yeah uh, for me I was going into radio and dude and I, I honestly I just started doing other stuff and then it just boom it hit you know on the number one show that's how I met Johnny and then you know after that I went and started doing a, a an event boom it hits it just 
the unexpected is always out there, man. And we got to just keep pushing, bro. You have to. You got to get up out of bed. Yeah, you have to. And you it's know? fun, too, because these, you know, dude, just doing stand-up comedy leads to so many different outlets. Yeah. Like, and that's what's so fun. Like, you're saying, like, oh, yeah, we put it on shows and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's so fun because if you're in the business of, like, making happenings, show business, giving back to people for entertainment, making them feel good. I call it the feel-good business, you yeah. know. And that's that's rewarding. And I think – and what's fun is that if you can absolutely have a lifestyle and a living in it, then it's like – you know, go ahead. No, yeah, no. I, I, for me, I, I didn't make any money off doing the shows that I did, but I had friends that wanted to be or wanted that opportunity. So I've always been like, hey, if I can, I should. And I have the mm-hmm. resources, and I have the friends that allowed me to, you know, do art shows at their warehouse, do yeah. uh, comedy shows at their bars. You know, my boys Josh, Ramon, my boy G. All of them had, you know, these situations where it helped me. Uh, create a situation where I can also, you know, spread that out to my friends and and, yeah. and show them too, like you know, hey, this shit's possible, man. Hell yeah! And, and there's so many different people you connected to. I feel like now I'm seeing it from a different perspective. Uh oh! I think you have also Quiet perspective, right? I think you have also known people that have been like, I'm a this, I'm a that. And you've been like, oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like. Oh, really? You are? Like, I'm an artist. You know what I mean? Like, I'm an artist. I want to do this. I want to do that. It's like, oh, do you? That's for real. Because I'll put on a show right now, and let's yeah. see if you do that. And it's like, I want to do comedy. I want to do comedy. It's like, because oh, I, and now I never thought of, of me being in the group of people that you were calling their shit. You know what I mean? But yeah. like, it's like, oh, it's like, oh, you're, you're, you're a comic? All right. Here's a show. Yeah. And not like an open mic, not like a fuck. Here's, how many people were there? 200 people? Oh, it was packed. 250 people. And not only that, I made shirts so that everyone had in the yeah. lineup. It was the longest. I tried to make it as And at the time, it was, and, I mean, and it was a real show. No, and, no, it's a real and, show, yeah. And at the time, it was the longest set that I'd ever done. Yeah. The most people that I'd ever performed in front of. And I, did, and I didn't fucking shit. No. There was a bed to be shit in, and I absolutely did not when, uh, when there when. There was another comedian who I, I, was, I never, even, I never up. even thought about it like that. That as much as you give opportunities to, as much as you love giving real opportunities to people, you also love calling fools on their shit. Well, <laughs> my favorite saying, my favorite saying is "Stop talking, start walking." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's real. That's real, bro. Especially in, in what we do uh, in, in entertainment and. Um, but again, you know, these guys that I helped out, what happened was that they were talking and talking, and talking <laughs> for months, bro. Oh, we get, I want to do this. I want to do that. We want to do a show. And I was like, yo, you know what? I'm tired of hearing you, bro. <laughs> I've been there, man. And I was like, oh my God. I came in one day and I was like, September, whatever. Here's the date. Be there. And that's it. That's all yeah. I wanted. And I knew it was going to get packed because we have enough friends to make it, to get it packed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I knew that was going to happen. Then I went to my boy G. I was like, you know what? Oh, I need to make some shirts. I want these guys to get the vibe that, oh, this is a fucking real show. Yeah, absolutely. And their parents come in and they can take a shirt home. and like Because I think that's another thing, too, that people overlook a lot is your parents want the best for you. Yes. And you're choosing these kind of careers. And they're like, maybe you guys should get a real <laughs> job. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's unreliable. Yeah. yeah. It's an yeah. unreliable business. And that's what happened to me. You know, but I had, I had a mother who pushed and pushed and was like, do you, you be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Right and too. so what I wanted to do with just the, the whole look of it, I called everybody, hey, what's your walkout song? I got my friend Tony to come out and DJ. You know what I'm saying? Hell to yeah. make it feel real. Make and it real happen. Yeah. We had the shirts because I wanted your parents to come in and be like, oh, shit, my kid's name's on here. Yeah. This is real. Yeah. And it was real. So, yeah, and it made me feel good. You know? Absolutely. I was like, Fuck yeah, this Man, is Man, no shit. matter what, like, you know, like what circumstances or scale that you put on stuff like that, yeah. that's always going to be legit no uh, matter what, especially if you have merch to go with it. If some if people because people will go to that and be like, wow, we had a really good time. Yeah. Like that was a lot of fun. We're actually yeah. we actually are going to remember this because yeah. this was fun. And literally that's kind of like, oh, what are you doing it for? That's like, you yeah. know, just plain and simple. That's all you can really ask for is like, yeah. man, just people come and they have a good time. But then they buy a lot of things so we can make money. 
and you know what? Uh, quite a few people came out of there. Uh, Sherry Cola, she's now on like yeah. Netflix. I think her, yeah, that she, was her first show. Oh, her, her, her first set ever was at a show that he, well, he oh, and she's on. been on like other podcasts and been like, yeah, my first show was from, with my homie at yep. the slide bar. And I was like, fucking, that was rad. She didn't have to say my name, but that that was just enough. Yeah. To where she knew, like, that was my start. Absolutely. And she, you know, it was because of uh, uh, Chuck Adami. He's the one that got her, like, hey, can you, you know, put her on the show? I was like, fuck yeah. Let's do it. And she did it twice. She opened up the first one. And then the second one, we had her up a little higher. But, yeah, man, Momo Rodriguez, he just came off of, of um, the Mayans. Yeah. So, like, I mean, that wasn't his start. He was our headliner. He's been doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and him, too, he was out there going, like, telling the guys that, you know, had never done it. Like, hey, if you guys want to hit me up. He was cool as fuck. Hit me up. I'm here, dude. Call me. I'll fucking help you out if you need to learn, you know, this and that. Yeah, I try to do that, too. Like, being when you're in the game for so long, like, when I was going up, nobody gave a shit about you. Because they're like, oh, more comics? More names in in the bucket? More names on the list? Like, get out of here, you guys. So, to me, I'm like, no way, man. I, I, you know... it's good to be supportive to certain individuals and stuff like that, but it's it's so fun to be like, yo, I I know, I understand what you're going through, you know, I've been through it, so it's like, if you have any questions, like, don't be shy to hit me up, you know, I'm I'm always so approachable, unless and, I don't like you. And your perspective, and <laughs> your perspective after the uh, pandemic started and all these guys yeah. left LA, mm-hmm. shook the tree. Yeah, would is it better now? Is it e- not easier because it's not easy? But is it is it are there more opportunities in LA now? Because they're all gone. A lot of them are gone. It's there's been a shift 100. Yeah. percent So before, with the maybe like a two, two and a half to three years before then, mm-hmm. Comedy Store it's the most popular it's ever been in its entire history. Richard Pryor, Sam Kinison eras. They're yeah. like it's the most like these places have been popping, and that has a lot to do. And there's a lot of people who said this on record with Joe Rogan being so popular. Yeah. Because Joe literally has such a huge following. Yeah. So everybody at one point in comedy at that time was like, he's the most person, most important person in comedy. And, of course, that, you know, what that trickle-down effect was, people going to the comedy store and being huge. So with him leaving now, trying to shift that, you know, is it still going to be the same? It's not the same. It's still pretty low-key. But there definitely is going to be more opportunities for stuff to happen but it's going to take a little time i imagine yeah because there's still people out here who are like i have big followings and we want people to the comedy store to like come out here and stuff like that and joe's like oh i'm going out there and i want to like start my own scene so the whole thing of a lot of people leaving la to like start because like you know like you had nate bargatze theo vaughn they went to nashville some other guys went to like you know new york city to try to you know just spread out the wealth which is always gonna be more beneficial so with less guys in LA, yeah, but those are like the top guys. So it's like hopefully some more people will get, you know, like promoted. It's up. like when it's like in wrestling when Yes. Here we go. You know, it's like the, it's like a change in the eras. You yeah. know what I mean? When it's like time for it's it's an era change. Like that is for sure right now the end of the pandemic was the start of a new era in Los Angeles. We're a few months into that. Like, things are still, like, shit, the Ice House still isn't open. Like, fucking like, Comedy Magic Club still isn't open. Like, there's still, like, this is still the beginning, beginning. Yeah. But we are in a new era. How, what that means, who fucking knows? But we are for sure in a new era of comedy in Los Angeles. The rules have all changed. The, like, from the bottom, from the open mics are completely different yeah. than they were pre, pre-pandemic. Like, everything, everything has fucking changed. And as above, so below. Like if, if it's if it's changed as much on our level, it has to be changing as it fucking. Oh goes yeah. Up. And and chaos like fucking Dune. Chaos is a ladder, you know. Like yeah. chaos is a fucking ladder. Yeah. And you know, some people have climbed the ladder, and some people won't. And and speaking of wrestling, see. man, I gotten into it big time. Woo! <laughs> like I used to be the Hulkster guy, you know, yeah. back in the day, and then I just fell off. You know, I mean, you know yeah. who they are. Yeah, Johnny now, kept beating you on it. No, <laughs> nah, dude, honestly, just because I went from cheesy WWE to yeah. what wrestling is. These guys, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. all that yeah, bullshit, yeah, yeah. all that fluff. I, I fucking. Mikey, I feel the hook fucking slowly getting. It's not gonna get me, but <laughs> it's hard. It's hard not being interested. You know, mm-hmm. I, I always say I feel like I'm. 
you know, I'm like some girl watching a show and asking so many questions, like a reality show. It's like, oh, why are they mad at each other? You know, like, why are they fighting? Because there's, it's too deep, you know? And I know I'm going to be like, no, nah, man, I'll, it's, there's too much, Mikey too is, much storyline and stuff I'm into. Mikey is cursed with needing to know everything. See, that's my yeah. pu- that's my plus. I don't give a fuck. He what, I just want to see the wrestling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like because I know because dude, I remember Johnny was uh, a few weeks ago. He's like, oh yeah, this shit is taking ten years to play out. Okay, fuck, I don't got ten years, so I'm gonna let I'm gonna let go of all the storyline. I'm only yeah. going to appreciate the characters, who <laughs> they are, and the wrestling. I know, Mikey. I, I think it's very valid. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I need story. I need yeah. depth. I need to know why. What the fuck is happening? And yeah. I'm going to be asking, like, dude, why? Like, so that I can at least process. Like, and it, it will no, make fucking sense. I want to get it. But if Mikey is going to be into something, this is what I've learned as his roommate. If Mikey is going to be into something, there is no casual knowledge. Of whatever it is, oh, like, you need from the beginning. This Mikey is going to know everything there is to know about. Like when I said, like we like he's like Star Wars, not like oh I seen the movies, not like it's like <laughs> this fool's read every book that that like wow. read he knows all. what the like Starfighter guy said. X five five. Oh, whatever it is yeah. to know, <laughs> whatever it is to know. I hate those guys, My, bro. There he is. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't hate him because whatever, but I, yeah. Dude, but it's me, a it's, curse. It's no, not, no, but yeah. as I've watched it, it's not, it is a curse. And I watch him fucking live the curse of needing to know everything, man. Well, like Only for myself, though. Like, I don't go around and I'm like, oh, you know this? Did you know this? No, you that, know this? that is correct. But like, if I, it comes up, you're, 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 come on. You're coming out with the answer. I don't know. I'm so passive aggressive. So if, if, like, when people do relay, like, you know, information to me, that's not wrong, you know? but Or, like, that's not right. I'm just like, oh, I'm not going to, you know, I'll let them know. I'll just, you know, let them live in their ignorance. I'm not going to. But you're already them. doing it without doing it. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? It's in sure. your head. Like, you already, you might as well just yeah. say it, bro. I know. Because yeah. I can feel it in your body. Like, I can feel it in your body. Yeah. I, hold on. I hold on to my suffering. You're right. <laughs> yeah, you do. And that, yeah, that He's hurts. got little brother syndrome, man. He Big can't time. fucking tell him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, like, I think for me, it's just that I have other things to really get in, in, involved with that I'm not going to try to fucking figure out. You know, Marvel, how it started. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah. I just want an action yeah. movie. I want two hours of my day to just chill and watch the cool ass movie, and then we're done. I'm also frustrated if there's things like, um, if there's Easter eggs that I didn't get because I'm not, I don't, my knowledge isn't deep Ugh. enough to understand whatever Easter that is frustrating to me. Like, I yeah. like, I like to know things at that depth for I sure. I can't handle it. I can't <laughs> handle it. Really bad. You know, one thousand percent. But then you got the fucking golden era of YouTube, where yeah, yeah, you sure. have fucking some random whatever doing videos about exactly that. What so, you missed, yeah. so I mean, I'm like him, where I like to know everything. Now I can't retain all the information. I can only no, retain. No, I can't them. either. I'm terrible at it. I can only like retain only the certain functions that are important, and then all the other shit. But what's cool is that I forget everything. So when I hear it again, I'm like. Oh fuck, that's interesting as shit. But I already that's funny. I do that with movies where I'll be like three quarters of the way through the movie. I'm like, oh shit, I've seen this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've See, done that. That's, that's so like funny. the blessing of weed. I yeah. feel like that's the blessing of marijuana is that you get to enjoy a movie many, many times. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> well, I was thinking about the day, you know, the day and age we live in. Like, I can't remember the last time, like something I'm really into. If it's like a TV show or a movie, book, whatever. Where then immediately I'm done watching it, I have to go straight to the internet to see what everybody's saying about it. Yeah, but, like man, I can't remember the last time where I'm like, dude, I don't give a shit about any of that. You know, like I just want to sit and enjoy and like to myself and not worry about it. But man, I I, I can't remember. You know what? I yeah, I, I don't do, that doesn't bother me. I can't what remember I, the first time I've ever been done. I've that. never so done it. Yeah. So I think it was on what the fuck was I watching where a, a lady acknowledged it. She was like, I know you. Uh, she goes, you have to try. You have to check Twitter to find out how you feel about it. I understand. You know, she said something about like commenting on what they were doing. Yeah. She's like, I, I know you don't know how you feel about it. You got to check Twitter first. Yeah, it's like nah. that's just, yeah, no. I just like to watch something and just you know have a good time at that moment. And yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah, even with the wrestling, I'll hit Mario up. The only thing I ever hit him up about now is like, hey, when is this shit on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, when is there's Fridays? You know, switching yeah, Wednesdays yeah. and Fridays and shit. But hell yeah, it's dude. on both. Hell yeah, it's fucking fresh. Now you're talking about earlier. You just found out that you have a sister that you didn't know about. Yeah. 
<laughs> See, I would have hit that too. Yeah, yeah 23 and me and my, my parents. So my mom was married once, had three kids. They met my dad and had three kids, technically four. And so my, my three older siblings were always there. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm the youngest of six. And then my dad calls me one day. He's like, hey, are you sitting down? I was like, oh, fuck. Damn. We lost somebody. And he's like, you have a sister. And I'm like, it's like well, I got we a bunch gained- of sisters. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, we have a sister. Me and your mom had a kid. We never told you guys about it. We put it up for adoption. And I'm like, oh, so I gained a sister. Yeah. I was like, we didn't lose anybody. We gained somebody. And then she's like, yeah, we uh, adopted. We didn't think we were going to stick together. You know, we didn't think it was going to work out. So we gave it up for adoption. And it was an open adoption or I forget what that's the term, close open, whatever. But basically, they're like, yo, here's a, um, at 18 years old, here's the letter from the biological parents. If you want to contact them, that's all that that does. Well, their parents was like, it was close. So my dad's like, man, I've been waiting for this phone call for 22 years. And it was all through 23 and me. They found a cousin and then they set it up. And then I was like, oh shit. Then we found pictures of her and she looks exactly like me. And it was well, you were saying that you had a fuck. dream. When I was younger, I always I remember having it multiple times where I was a little girl. I was like, man, I and I but it was like I can see myself as a little girl. And I was like, this is fucking weird. Yeah. And then when she showed up and we started going over pictures, I saw a picture of her as a little girl and it looked exactly like me and I was like, fuck. I was like, that's I was like, it because it existed. Yeah. I was like, that that real person existed. That's why right. I was having those. You were making it up. Yeah. Like, I was in a dream. Like, yeah, I was like, no, I got no, I got no closet yeah. of gay shit, man. That's because <laughs> <laughs> I was exactly nothing against like, the gays. Oh, you're like, nothing against the gays. I was having a vision, but that's it. I was having a vision. Like that's not. Yeah, that was yeah. a vision. Like I was yeah. having a vision because it was you know? it was so weird. I was just like, man, I just like I imagine like just like, but it was like it was weird. And then when I saw that picture, I was like, like oh. holy shit, that's yeah, exactly. that blew my. Mind, but you. but could you imagine if so? I feel you know it's not only for her situation because she got it. You know, all right. Or my parents gave me up for adoption. Turns out her parents are still together, and then they already had three kids, and then they had three more kids. So she showed up and was like, "My parents are still together, and there's six fucking siblings, and she's always been the only child." I can imagine that's hard. Yeah, it's nuts. It's, it's so hard. And my mom, she's never told any of her kids, so she's had this guilt her whole life, and. And so I was like, I can't believe you guys wouldn't say anything. Like, we're all adults now. Like, yeah. you know, you could have said something. Yeah, somewhere along the line. Yeah. yeah. So now they revealed that. I'm like, all right, you guys better not be lying about anything now. Where's the money buried? <laughs> <laughs> What's the second, you know, the second business you want to, like, yeah. franchise? Like, are you trying to, like, money laundry? You better t- What's happening right yeah. now? Yeah, like, what's everything's, real? everything's on the table right now. Like, yeah. enough of this bullshit. Am I adopted? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, since being the youngest, I always said I was born at an animal hospital. That's what my, that's what I was my siblings said. Fucking assholes. My yeah. mom, my mom used to tell me that I got dropped off on the porch, and my mom's my mom my real parents' names were Uglo and Ugla, and my real name was Ugly. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you get it from. That's bro. what my mom was fucking telling. I, I, they would make me. That's so funny. I would lose my mind. Like stop. Like, don't stop saying that. She's like, what? I don't know what you want me to tell you. That's what happened. You're like, that story sounds ugly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but true. Like, oh, quit saying that. They tell me, my me mom tell me that way. all the time. Hell yeah, man. So, yeah, that must be crazy for her, you know? You guys have sat down and talked. Yeah, we've actually, yeah, we've had family hangs and stuff like that. Yeah, she was a wreck for a while. My mom was a wreck for a long time, too, as well, because she felt so guilty. She just felt guilty as shit, you know? And it's so funny because my, I have a half-sister, and then I have another sister. And so my, my, like, my my blood sister, she, you know, she's gotten really, really close with her. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, like now the new sister is absolutely like so happy that she like has a sister. They're tight, and everybody in the family's kind of been like, "Oh, that's yeah, that's cool." Like they're becoming buddies, and like my sister Lisa is like, she's a good representative of the family. So, <laughs> you know. It's like, all right, that's a good one. You hang out. You chose the right one. Yeah, There's good, a couple, you know, like. I, I don't. I, I would. I'm not the best. I wouldn't say I'm the best, even though I'm probably the loudest and trying to do something with my name. Has she seen you live? No, not a, no. Actually, she hasn't. So they just probably the stuff online though. Okay, just stuff online. Yeah, it's really show. funny because when I first started trying to do stand up, like my mom told me it was like, "Why do you want to do that? You're not funny." Like they <laughs> literally told me that. And, and I have a cigarette that says, "Mikey McKernan is not funny," and that's like 
I like kind of like first when I wanted to make the sticker, that's what I wanted to say. I thought that'd be funny, but it comes from truth. I was like, yeah, my parents told me that because we were talking earlier how your parents are like, why, why would you, why would you want to go do that? That's the hardest thing in the world. Yeah. You know, that's like the biggest, the number one like rejection. You know, it's kind of comedy. I, I love it because I and I always tell people, I'm like, yo, this is there's nobody, there's like. It's really rare to have any other, like, you know, job where you're going to be, like, one night, like, they freaking carry you off the stage. They think you're the coolest person in the entire world that night. And then, literally, you will go somewhere else the next night, and they'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell is this? And it happens multiple times. And you have to be ready for the up and then the down. You just have to get right back up. So, I mean, that's where it, it, it is fun because... You know, it's challenging. Like, if you if this was so easy, like, people who said stand-up comedy was easy for them, I don't think they would do it. Uh, I had my friend, Momo Rodriguez, tell me that, you know, it was even harder for him. Because you're coming from L.A. and you're trying to do L.A. Latin jokes. And they, that shit don't fly in Denver. That shit doesn't fly sure, in Kansas. Yep. So he had to learn how to stay away from those jokes that pigeonhole you or you're oh, yeah. killing here like you're here and you're fucking murdering doing that shit yeah. the first time you go someplace else and you get to your big punchline yeah and everyone's just like oh pfft. yeah you know what i mean you're like oh what the fuck yeah. Like, yeah. and then you're like oh that's just one night you know what i mean tomorrow never... like that was just one crowd yeah and you come back the next night in the same city and you do it again you're like here it comes what pow they're like oh Man, you're like, ah, damn. Luckily, I've never been in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, especially with my shit. Because my, my, I have a catchphrase. You know, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, your yeah. thing. It's called the boo-hoss. And, so, and it, it, it is kind of tough because I do have to go up there and constantly, like, reintroduce myself to everything. It's yeah. like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. So deal with it, you know? And it like for a while it got so like I'm I don't want to do that like I just want to be normal. Yeah. But this is like buy the ticket, take the ride. Like that's what you sign up for. And I'm and I've totally been okay with that now. And it's so fun because you just literally have to not give a fuck anymore. Like you literally just have to let go of everything and be like, yo, this is what you guys get. If you don't like it, I don't give a shit. And I appreciate that because I'm gonna tell you, I didn't I didn't get it at first. And years <laughs> later I saw it again. Even just watching it on, on Instagram, you know, yeah. on the story, I was like, Oh fuck, that shit was funny. Now I get it. So thank you for not quitting, bro. Oh yeah. You gave, no, and it, because you gave me laughter for that moment, which you know, hey, laughter is hey, I'll take it any way I can. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Make yourself feel good. It's a feel good. And business. I'll tell you, bro, you got me. Hell it took yeah. years for me to catch up to what you were doing, but you got me, bro. That's okay, man. I, I feel like I am. It's taken a couple years. So. It does. It does, bro. It, you know what it does, man? Like, I always tell my homies, dude, like, it takes time, dude. It's not going to happen it's overnight. Time. It's all about timing. Yeah. It's all about timing it. and just doing that shit. You really have to. But that's like every single endeavor. You really have to enjoy the journey. What? Dude, even like this. 100%. Every single day, you're going to have to really enjoy it because... For one, when you're really having the most fun, when you're like hanging out with friends and stuff like that, that's probably going to be the best because you're going to be like, oh, you get to a point where you're so busy, you're so working on all sorts of things. You just wish you were like, oh, man, I'm back in the day when, you know, just hanging out smoking joints. I'll tell you right now, dude, I, I, because of this show, uh, I met Mario when I was at K-Rock and Johnny. Johnny's probably the one of the only people that I still see weekly Yeah, from from 18 years at K-Rock. Oh, you know what I'm saying? And I and he didn't work there. I met him there, and then this has taken years to develop. The West Coast Pop Lock Podcast <laughs> sure. became this year. Is but this number, what number is this? We, like we 51. 51. Oh, okay. But I'm just saying, like it, this was developed over multiple name changes, multiple other people here, and. You're right, dude. You know, we just have to, you know, keep pushing, keep pushing. Yeah. And like I said, I, I've i always liked Johnny as a friend, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I've always been like, why More don't I hang out with friend. this guy? I go, why don't I hang out with this guy? Yeah. You know what I mean? I, he's fucking funny. He has fucking, you know what I mean? Like this, Johnny has his style. And then with this, it allows me to say, hey, I see Johnny once a week. Yeah. And I enjoy it. And I have, we have a good time. We talk a lot about what, wrestling and whatever <laughs> else or, or, or whatever, or whoever's here, you know what I yeah. mean? And you just got to appreciate that. You got to appreciate the ride, man. When I was younger, I always told myself, this was before, like, before I was even out of high school that I wanted, like, you know, I wanted to become an actor when I first got out of school because living in L.A. and yeah. shit like that. But it was like groundlings. Like, I was like, I want to be a funny guy, you know? Yeah. And then I was like, do stand-up, but I was too scared. And so I always told myself when I was doing acting, I was like, however many years it takes before I get success, that's how many years I'm going to be able to enjoy it. 
So it's like, yo, if it's going to take like 20 years so you feel like you get a big break, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, all right, well, at least I got 20 years to enjoy that big break. That's that how I've a, always... That is a fucking good person. I've always yeah. I've always put it on that because if it's taken a while... Because for one, you think about like people who get rich quick over this stuff, you know? You're like, yo, it took one year to get that. I'm like, oh, you're going to burn that money in one year because you're not, you haven't matured enough and stuff like that. Can I name drop? Yeah. You know Megan Holiday? Yeah. Yeah, I went to... I, uh, well, actually, I, technically, I didn't go to high school with her. But um, I knew her because she she like was friends with friends in high school. First time I ever smoked pot was at her house. <laughs> yeah, she, she probably doesn't want me to say that but because you know she's all about she's sobriety. So yeah, yeah no, shout she's, out to her though. She's, she's done her thing. Yeah, she's, yeah, awesome. gee, man. And I remember as a kid, she was like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking be something. I'm gonna make a name for myself." And she's and I've watched her like you know I've always followed her. Watch her you know like you know do contests and go to the Bay Area and start yeah. out. And then now she's fucking. Okay, you know, Rock. She's, she's got a voice. Yeah, that's how that's how I started. I told my boy Andres like, "Hey, I'm gonna be on K Rock," and he's like, "Yeah, right, dude." Mm-hmm. And the day I was, he called me up. It's funny because I was on. It was my first overnight shift, and my first caller ever because it, it's a board and it lit up, and mm-hmm. I answered one, and it was him. See, that's so dope. Yeah, it just went full circle. Like the yeah. you know, I told him, and when it became true. He was the first one to call, and yeah. he was like, "What the fuck, you did it, dude?" That's that's badass. Yeah. That's he was like, "I had to that's call a good story. to make sure you picked up the phone." Yeah, I didn't yeah. believe it. Hey, are you really on this? <laughs> yeah. Are you on your phone? But yeah, dude. Yeah, shout out to <laughs> Megan, man. We need to get you on. We need to get you on here, Megan. Come on through. Hang out with us. Tuesday yeah. nights. Any night. That'd be oh, so sure. funny. He, your friend calls, and he's like, "Dude, I was just like, checking if you knew even how to answer the phone." Yeah, man. <laughs> it's crazy when you go into one of those studios, man, and you first see it for the first time. Oh, man. There's buttons everywhere. It was like a spaceship. Kind of yeah, and then it was like a fucking spaceship. They're like, "Oh no, just these three. <laughs> oh, all right, on. Yeah. You're scared as fuck, bro. Yeah, you don't have to worry uh, about none of this. You worry about these three buttons right here. Yeah, that's that's why you tell Mario to get you some drop yeah, buttons. Yeah, I just want and three. Like, Look, I've seen how it works. <laughs> I seen that whole big board. Now yeah. we have to push these little. Get me three buttons. I like, want an explosion, the boing, and something else, dude. You know, just three. Give me See, three. It's so funny because every comedian we always talk about like how oh man we gotta build like something like this, you know. But then I come over here and I see this board. And I see all these wires, and I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, see, that's fucking. Well, the, well, that's, yeah. too, that's too intimidating. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know how to organize yeah, but that. He well, did, this is the crazy part. He didn't know how to do it either. He's got to do it. We talk about you know per, moving forward, and you, dude. I got over 20 years of audio, but I started as a DJ, went into promotion. I didn't want to pay sound guys because that shit's expensive. I learned how to do the shit myself. Listening to your voice, you definitely you can tell you've been a DJ. Before. <laughs> Candy Crystal coming to the stage. <laughs> well, you couldn't be that because those guys they don't sound it's like. Hey, Crystal. everybody! Yeah. Well, yeah, I care. It's been so long since I've been to a strip club. I is a terrible impression. It has been a long time. Oh, bro. Strip clubs are strip clubs. I would like to say this publicly are another industry that's been ruined by the internet because oh, yeah. all the chicks that would have been strippers. The dimes, like the ones that yeah. like had no business being in strip clubs, like the ones that were fine as fuck and didn't want to, they wouldn't even do good lap dances or anything because they were too fine for that. Now they're on the internet. Yeah, that's hilarious. You know what I mean? Now Only those girls fans. are on, or my free cams, like any of the cam sites or anything. Yeah. Not that I know about Chatterbait or fucking or any of those. Either, I would never, I would, I would, I would never. Um, but now all those girls, they don't have to fucking be in strip clubs anymore. Yeah. So. Like you're making left, way more money, right? And so you're left with like, that's funny. Fucking, I think that's a hilarious concept. You're just like, man, the strip clubs are just left with all the ugly bitches. That's all that's left now. Like, it's only all fans that, is taking the hot chicks. They're like, yeah. you want to be a hoe? Stay at home. <laughs> so, so you're telling me that the Wednesday day girls are technically now like the Saturday. those are Friday night girls oh, now. Wow, I haven't been to one in such a long time. These are children I'm in there. I don't want to go. go. I'm only gonna go for research. Like I would, dude. I science. I finally, I don't know when it happened. Like I finally, like those are children in there. Like, oh yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, you, you, you know what, Johnny? Just like in the era of comedy, there's a new era in the strip world where some of the yeah, bitches yeah, just leveled era. up. For sure, it's a new era. Leveled up. It's a new era. Now you got to. I don't know what the hustle. You know, now there's, hey, there's brand new things. They got to be know? coming up with some new tricks too. As right well, now, you there's think brand about new it. things. Because yeah. <laughs> lap dance now, like right. oh, lap sure, dance. sure, sure, sure. I mean, I'm assuming you're going to have to wear, like, a fucking plastic suit now, right? Because you won't be able to oh, touch anyone. Oh, shit, like a coat. I didn't even think about 
COVID lap dancing. dancing. COVID. Oh yeah, come on, bro. You know, like Sam's Hofbra or whatever. They they don't give a rip about. <laughs> there's no one's checking your vaccine card there, no, bro. Saying, do the chicks wear masks? So they have nah, to, come they on, have to stay six feet back. Like, how does any of this work? <laughs> this is like underground shit. They don't, they and, don't care. They want to make the money. Shit. Like in the beginning of the pandemic, I remember online I saw a drive-through strip place where yeah, you had the strippers. That. Like it was a drive-through with railing, and they were like far apart on like individual poles. Get and, the fuck and, out. Hey, dude. If you need to go through a drive-through strip club, there's something's wrong, bro. Like, dude, do you know how much porn is on the internet? Yeah. Like, what are you Jesus doing? Jesus Christ! Damn. Like, what? The, what kind of degenerate motherfucker? That's like we were never allowed when I was hanging out with the fucking rock all the time. We would go. We were at strip clubs four or five nights a week, like yeah. all the fucking time. God damn, way too much. We were never allowed to go on holidays because what kind of fucking degenerate? Like, there was like. Uh, any high, but not even just like the big ones, like Valentine's Day, like none of that shit. Halloween, like, none of it, none of it. Never that we would do something else those nights. Because what kind of degenerate is in here? I tell you I'm one though thing for you. one one thing too for yeah. degenerates, bro. Like you know the guy that wears the suit to the strip club. Yeah, zoop zoop. Okay, zoop suit. Okay, now how about the guy that has to rent a car because his car is a piece of shit, and he doesn't want that stripper to think he has a hoop. Oh sure. So he's renting so, a car. Or wait, even, wait, you know dudes like this? I, no, I'm just thinking I, like it. Oh, okay. Let me tell you who I know, what I know. <laughs> so I know a couple fellows that have, I mean, they have money. You know what I mean? These yeah. dudes are rich, but they're not as rich as they would like to portray themselves to be, where they share a Ferrari. You know what I mean? Like they share a Ferrari. <laughs> oh, shit. They share a Ferrari, and there are certain strip clubs that only one of them is allowed to go to because they've showed up in the Ferrari. Oh. I, you cannot show up at this fucking set because it's a not like, it's, it's it, it, you know, it's not a, a, a it's not an easily, you know, this is not just a Ferrari, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's like they split this fucking Ferrari and they can only go to like the certain places, certainly, you know, like that. Can you imagine the bouncer at the drive through strip club? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to kick out out (laughs) 16-year-olds. Can you get, like, you know, fucking, like, your air checked and your, you know, full-service strip club? Yeah, that's, like, that's how they compete against the other drive-thru strip clubs. We do a full-service We'll check your oil. Yeah. <laughs> Inflate your tires. Yeah. You got all that shit while you wait, man. Hey, I want, I want share Ferrari money. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that's still, that's that's still, still money. money. That's money. Yeah, that's yeah. still, you're not doing poorly. No, know? hell no. You're and, doing and, well. and, and you said Ferrari, and not even a, like, not no, even no, like, no. like the poor man entry level no, no, Ferrari. No, 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 We're no, talking no, about no. like, yeah, 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 if you're yeah, sharing yeah. a Ferrari, that shit better be up there. It yeah. better be like, <laughs> it better be a good one. Don't yeah, give we're me getting that. the best, bro. Yeah. You're getting me in on this. How loaded. There's four of us? It's only a two-seater? Yeah, we got to get the best one. Hey, Brad, we need to share a Ferrari. I don't know. I don't even know if I fit in a fucking Ferrari. <laughs> you know what I'm Look, if Ferrari ever drive there for standing next to, you're fine. That's true. Yeah, just so, park it here so I can stand next to Hey, you. man, you you share a Ferrari? Yeah, that's my buddy Chad. Yeah, <laughs> he's my driver. When um, I remember playing at the Hustler Casino and there was this dude sitting like at the same table and he had a fucking... His watch was God. I don't, I don't know shit about watches, but I know this watch. Was like, <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! So he's playing cards. He's a black dude, and this older white guy's like, uh, "Hey man, uh, the time's wrong on your watch." And the dude looks at his watch and looks at the dude and goes, "This this watch ain't for telling time." Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, That's not why I got this watch. That's why I was like, "Man, money makes you dumb." <laughs> it does. Dude, the, the, one of the owners of the Sly Bar back in the day, um, w- he bought a, um, a Bentley, an all white one. Yeah. And he lived in downtown LA, and the train from downtown comes right in front of the Sly Bar. So he would pay someone to go get the car from his house in Anaheim. And park it in the front, so it made it look like you know this yeah. is the spot. There's yeah. a fucking Bentley here, like, and it fucking it did work, dude. It worked. Those little sure. shits we worked. Like, dude. Oh, what the fuck? I thought you were gonna say something like, "Yeah, man, it just got so much suit all over it yeah. from the train going by <laughs> no. all this time, dude." Nah, it was just funny how you know some people just you know try to like you said they share a Ferrari. You have to bring mm-hmm. you know. It is weird. We keep faking it until we make it. Comedians got comedians got act like they're funnier than they really are. Yeah, we got. There's like CM Punk, who's fucking. We talk about wrestling. Um, 
there's dudes that would that would say like he thought and and openly said that he was the best wrestler in the world long before he was actually in the conversation yeah. of being of being the best wrestler on the world. But he actually and then he became the best wrestler in the world. Yeah. You know, like that's he fucking manifested that shit. Man. He brought yeah. that shit into fucking reality, man. He saw <laughs> he saw vision and he just like Elvis was talking about. Was that last week or the week before? Yeah, yeah. We were talking about writing stuff down and making it all happen. Like that's that's how you do it. Yeah, that's how you do it. The one thing about stand up comedy though is like. You can't hide, bro. Like no. you're saying, like you know, hey, yeah, you know, we're trying to be fun. No, you can't hide. It's the most beautiful art form because yeah. you, you literally have to be so translucent. It's like, hey, all my dark, my you know, my deepest, darkest secrets, you know, aren't they funny, you know? And and that's, but it's fun because ever since I've started doing it, I've I've tried to live like a life of honesty. You know, you just because it's literally you have to pursue honesty. Like you know, like oh, did that really happen? Did you really say that? You know, like you have to really tell. What happened? But that's is why there, you got to come up with an act. Is there is there <laughs> joke tellers now, or is it more storytelling? I mean, that's one of the, what I think is the best. One of the best things about stand up is it's like wrestling. There's so many ways to do it, mm-hmm. and there's so many different like styles and like right. and so there's there's like one of my favorite comics is a dude named Mark Norman, who's that's what he does. He tells jokes, and that's this motherfucker tells. Jokes like jokety jokes and fucking hits you with them over and over and over again, and it's so not anything I could ever do. But he looks like a, he looks like a fucking uh, wizard yeah. up there too. I'm like, it's I don't understand how he's even doing what he's doing. You know, so it's a lot. There's not that many joke tellers nowadays yeah. because it's hard. Like you know they're there's the internet because a lot of people you say oh that's a street joke well now today it's oh that's an internet joke and it, you know like not so much parallel thinking but oh is that too general and stuff like that so a lot of people when you're like pursuing stand up if you want to tell jokes they'll eventually get away from it and just be like no I need to talk about me my attitude my feelings you know how I see the world like this and and those will always be great because you don't have to really worry about you know, people stealing your material and stuff like that because you're like, no, this is my voice. This is who I am. I don't know how you can steal that unless it's like, oh, when you talk about a topic, you know, sometimes like a popular topic. Mm-hmm. That's where like the stealing can come in in handy and stuff like that. But joke telling to me still to this day is just always the best. I love it. Like I, I, I'm committed to telling jokes and doing a catchphrase. And I, I like when I see it, I love it. Like Mark Norman is like he's always one of the, he's one of the better ones today who has good jokes. But, like, some people will be like, oh, this is, like, oh, I'm telling about my life, but it's so short, so that can be a joke. Like, it's it's all across the board nowadays. How many jokes have you stolen? Um, I've actually I stolen one joke, and it was a homeless guy who told me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. How many jokes have people given me? Woo! Let's change the topic. <laughs> is, there, is there stolen jokes, or could there be jokes that people have same same idea. Same ideas because oh. that's where I say it's it's too general. Yeah. Like you know, like you will, like if you think of something like oh, oh I don't know, like any any like oh this some, something happened in the news, Just like a Biden whatever, joke or something. Yeah, yeah, whatever's ironic about that, yeah. you know, that's what's the someone out joke. there's talking about it. Like, uh, so like if that, and you guys are all comedians, so you're all seeing that. So it's you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Right. Some of the same premises are going to come out as well. One hundred percent, and. It's basically you. I always say you just tell it until you either someone tells you it's been told or you know you you see it. You know, but it, it's it, it's like like because the news goes by so fast. That's why it's like you know like a lot of people don't get too hardcore on topics because yeah. it's like man, it's changing. So you're like quickly. oh that was such a good joke, but then you're like man, literally next week everybody's already forgot about that. Yeah. The first you time know? that happened to me was I wrote I started writing. Um, about skateboarding being the Olympics. And as far as I know, I never saw anybody else that was that was talking about that that on stage. And then the Olympics came up and then it was all Dude, over Dude, literally the first it day. Over, it was all over Twitter and it was all over and then a bunch of stuff and then other stand-ups started talking about it and it was like, "All right, I'm done." Yeah. Like, you know, like but I know I was I know I was that in there. That was you. I, I know I was in there. Dude, first. I was on Twitter. I'm seeing it all and I'm like, I'm like, "Man, Johnny, I, was like, I wish I could tweet him all back. Man, my buddy Johnny said that first. <laughs> hey, my buddy Johnny said that first." Oh, that was going to hey, be the next Johnny. question. Like, have you ever had a joke stolen and um 
technically, I I felt like this guy took my joke because he's seen me before, but it wasn't like it was more like, you know, like I called you know scraping resin it looks like hash, you know, and he kind of said the same exact thing. So then I was like, mm, I know the guy seen me and I told that joke, but I, like then again, me I'm like, if somebody ever takes something like that, it's not a good joke to begin with. And every, every comedian always says that. Like, you can move on from something like that. Like, if you – like, I have tough times where, like, a girl said something recently on stage. And I was like, oh, man, I hear – like, she said something about being stoned and having something on your tombstone. And I was like, oh, I love the idea of getting stoned in tombstone. So I went up to her and I was like immediately like, hey, what do you say? What, what was your bit again? Like say it all over me again. And she like got so weirded out because I was like, no, I want to because I thought of that idea. And I want to make sure it's the same. But I, I haven't seen her. And I don't it, it's like I'm, I'm pretty sure what I said and what she said is different. But it's almost like same wording. Yeah. So that's where it's like those those cases can happen. And then again, I always think that so many like I've seen enough comedy to know that most of these motherfuckers are so concerned with themselves yeah. and what they're doing that they're not listening to fools jokes to try to they're not trying they're not listening like that's the big that's one of the biggest problems you know what i mean they're so they're not for instance like when i first started comedy no one recorded their sets like video record because everyone's like, no, I'm not going to put my stuff online. People are going to steal my material. And this is at open mics. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, also. You're like, man, you're so delusional. Like, no one's going to care. Like, no one knows who you are. You're going to put it online, you know? Yeah. And now it's completely different where everyone's like, put every damn stand-up you ever do out there. Just because, well, for one, then you got, nowadays it's like, Proof. yo. Yeah, it's 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 evidence. Yeah. And, but, plus, <laughs> plus, it's also like, you, like, you know, it, we live in a, you know, a constant or consistent content, you know, posting society. Like you got to just be constantly putting shit out. So that's where it's like, Oh fuck, you know, burning material. It's all just going out there. Yeah, man. Crazy dude. Yeah. Stand up sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, it's a West coast pop lock podcast for a Monday. We end up like, is it over for is us talking it? about is what time is it? We didn't oh, know. We're getting there. Uh, for oh. us, talk, like talking about wrestling is how, like talking about stand up. It's like trying as much as we try to, like, let's not talk about that. That's what we talk about. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about all the time. Though, you know what happens usually on this show? We we say we're going to do an hour, then we're going to wrap it up, and then we go for like another yeah, 20. Because like, yeah. something else <laughs> just pops up out of nowhere, that's you know? That's stop. the way this always goes. But we're always like, yeah, we're going to do an hour. Well, I imagine like at the end, you're kind of like, all right, like, oh, we can let go now because we're done, you know? And you're like, all right, yeah, well, you know. And yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> now that pressure's Real off. Talk. Yeah, because you pressure's off. It's always been that way. It's like, oh, it's the West Coast pop, like, yeah, but then. And all of a sudden, it's like, hey, but. And then we just go on another no, tangent, man. usually wrestling. But, you know, <laughs> we, we give our wrestling fans out there. The show is actually going to be called uh, Not a Wrestling Podcast. Because oh, yeah. we always talked about wrestling. But yeah. we did that episode uh, a couple episodes ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like in, after that pay-per-view that I was watching, I, yeah. I, I was like, we're, this is what we're talking about. We have to talk about <laughs> This is what we got to do. I still haven't watched it. Dude, I he sucked, man. Dude, and they just replayed it on yeah, TV. There's, and there's been... Three or four other things you have to watch now. Have you, have you, are you caught up? Did you watch? Yeah, the ramifications of that. I'm not into that. I'll just want to watch the matches. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't see, know the storylines, but I'll just be like, because I know they had it on regular, you know, cable. Yeah. They were showing it, so I was watching that. And then, like, oh, yeah. on Friday, the fucking the Grand uh, Slam? Yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you watch Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega? No, I, I didn't see that one. You. There's a couple matches I didn't get to see because I remember Damn, I didn't know fought. who it was. <laughs> yeah, they, they well, of course they look at these dudes. They're not just they had a, they went to a 30 minute time limit draw. So they were like, oh damn! First time out, it was the first match on the damn. Like, this big no special. one finished. See, this is where like stroke, no finish. See, yeah. this is where I don't want to get interested because then I'm like, <laughs> how does how does the actual person? Behind Kenny Omega, like, how does that actual guy feel? Like, fuck, man, I get CM Punk. It's like everyone wants him to win. Then you're like, damn, you give me Daniel Bryanson. It's like yeah. everyone wants him to fucking win. What are you guys trying to tell me here? But then again, that that creates good everybody good wants storyline, good storylines. Well, I want to see both of you guys win. We got to do a show. Yeah. We got to do a show, dude. Let, dude let's we got to do a show for like all the little the rascals, fans. man. Yeah. Let's put on a show. Yeah, we got two guys here already that are ready to rock and roll. Oh, yeah. We just got to find the spot and the time, and we'll, we'll figure it out. But we'll do a West Coast pop lock, make you laugh. 
Uh, yeah, in the South Show. Bay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Sound like Fuck, fun. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I had a lot of fun, the two that, that I had put together. And, uh, you know. Yeah, you already it. did it. It was fucking. Yeah. Those were two of the best shows I've ever fucking been yeah, on. It was fun. Got fun. spoiled yeah. early. Yeah, dude. They were, they were fun packed and everything. I know we got a lot of friends out there that are, you know, we need to laugh. Maybe in the OC. I got a couple spots that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit up pretty soon and, and see if they can do it. I know Mario has a, quite a few locations that he. Spizz where, where, where you want to go, Johnny? What city does your little heart desire? Oh, man. You're closer know. to home. I know you, that. You, you tell, we'll you tell me. Yeah, we'll figure it out, man. Hell yeah. But sir, thank you very much, Mikey. Uh, again, you guys got to check him out anytime What's your you socials? get a chance. Go for it. Uh, at Mikey McKernan, M I K E Y M C K E R N A N, and then uh, my website. Go to MikeyMcKernan.com for show dates. Man, he's funny. Again, you got anything coming up right now? Um, yeah, I will be in Livermore, California. That's like East Bay area. Okay. Uh, I already forgot what the gig's called. Hey, go to oh, his website. Yeah. Go to his website. <laughs> but, uh, go to his website. I know October 9th I'll be at JR's Comedy Club in Valencia, California. Hey, go to the website. Dude. Orange County. He's too, busy tra- he's too busy keeping it funny. He don't got time to remember where he's going to be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go to the website. And I'm sure when, as soon as he does something, we'll also redo it on ours on our Instagram. Hell we'll yeah. post it and show you guys where he's going to be at. It's worth checking him out. Also, our boy Johnny's, Johnny C right here, he's also worth checking out. You guys want to have some fun, laugh, a couple brews. That's the way to do it. And we will put on a show for you guys. Ew. Thank you once again. It's the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast on a Monday night. Thank you, guys. You. The number one live show in the world, West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. Coming to you from big studios in Compton, California. Featuring radio personality Super Steve Flores. Comedian extraordinaire, that dude Johnny C. And Mr. I'll do anything for a buck, Mario 81. So throw your dubs in the air and let's get ready to pop up.